Hello everybody and welcome back to, I don't even know what episode number this is, but welcome back to Energetics and Alchemy. My name is Kira and I'm here with Celine today. She's sitting up on my desk with me at the moment. Um, she's purring pretty loudly, so I don't know whether you can hear that, <laughs> but if you can, that's what that noise is. And yeah, she's just generally being a little attention seeker this afternoon in the best way possible. She is definitely the more attention grabby of our two cats. <laughs> she loves attention and loves being on us and loves being on the desk. And yeah, right now she's essentially just trying to get comfortable, I think. But um, she can't decide where she wants to sit, so... Okay, she's hopped down onto the floor, so I think she is good to go now. So with that, we'll dive straight in. So welcome back to those who are joining me again, or welcome to those who are new here, perhaps. <laughs> Today we're going to be diving into another episode around the universal laws. So I've already done part one and two of this little like series, I guess you could call it. So this is part three today, and we're going to be focusing on the law of cause and effect, law of compensation, and law of relativity. So you don't necessarily need to have listened to the first two episodes to listen to this, but I would kind of recommend going back and listening to them either before or after you listen to this episode, because yeah, we go over the more foundational laws, I guess. So we're pretty deep into the laws at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, before we dive into talking about that, I will just give like a little life update. It's been super busy around here lately. I feel like we've just had like back to back events and things on. Um, we went to My Chemical Romance last week, which was really, really fun. And we've got Knotfest this weekend. So yes, definitely lots of concerts and shows on at the moment, and then in between those I've just been working. I don't know whether I've actually mentioned it on here yet, but I do also run a business with my sister called Desnoir. It's a branding studio kind of business, so we basically do like... um. She does graphic design and brand styling and I do like social media and brand strategy work through there. So if you are interested in that, pop on over and check that out as well. Just a little shameless plug here. <laughs> but yeah, so between my day job and this and events and Desna and other little projects and whatnot, it has been a very busy couple of weeks. I actually haven't had a chance to jump on and record recently so I'm looking forward to getting back into it um but yeah that's about all I have to update people on we do have quite a lot on over like next month as well um we'll be going up to Harvey Bay again for a weekend over Easter and we've got a few more like concerts and stuff on which is exciting but yeah just very busy weeks ahead and after all of her fussing and trying to find a comfortable spot to sit, Celine now wants to leave the office, so I'm just going to jump up and let her out quickly. Cats, man, gotta love them. <laughs> um, so yeah, with that, we'll dive into our subject for today, which, as I mentioned before, is law of cause and effect, law of compensation, and law of relativity. So we'll be starting with the law of cause and effect. 
And so this law is basically about how every action produces a reaction or an effect, no matter what. And every effect has a cause. So to reiterate, every action produces an effect and every effect has a cause. So an action, basically. Um, So obviously this means all of our actions and thoughts will be manifesting basically specific effects. So this law is very much so about being aware of, as it suggests, cause and effect And essentially actions and kind of like consequences, though I hesitate to say consequences because I feel like that word almost has a bit of a negative connotation, but essentially results. So our thoughts and actions have results. And so a big thing that comes up in this law is the idea of accidents and coincidences and chance and luck, whatever you want to call it. Because this law backs the idea that nothing is really luck or coincidence and that everything is happening as a result of something else. So kind of like a domino or ripple effect. Everything is an effect coming from a cause. And we can kind of consider that our external world is the effect of our internal world, in a sense. So while this law kind of applies to literally everything in the universe, um, we will obviously be focusing, I guess, on... Uh, individual like personal spiritual kind of level of this law given that that's kind of the theme of this podcast (laughs) um so yes we can consider that our external world is the effect of our internal world so our internal world is kind of causing effects in our outside world so our circumstances are created within us And in this sense, examples of causes may be, as we've already kind of mentioned, thoughts and actions, but also decisions, habits, beliefs, values, emotions, behaviours. So all of these things will have effects. And so, again, the idea behind this law is that we are very much so in control of our own experiences because we're in control of all of these things on an individual level. So we're in control of our thoughts, of our actions, of our beliefs, of our habits, and therefore we're in control of the effects that these things cause. So if we aren't happy with the effects of our actions and thoughts, we really need to look at changing the cause. Or in other words, we have to change our thoughts and actions. Does that make sense? I know it's a little bit confusing, it's a bit kind of repetitive. But essentially, internal world influences our external world and our thoughts and actions are the causes to effects in our external world. And if we want to change the effects, we need to change the cause. We need to start at like the root of that. So carrying on from that, everything that we're experiencing right now is an effect of a specific cause. So the things that we do and the decisions we make and the thoughts we have on a daily basis. And the thing is that more often than not, the effects of what we do in life are actually pretty predictable. Even though we may not be consciously predicting the effects that our actions and beliefs and thoughts will have, we, on an unconscious level, can kind of predict what the effects of those things will be. So when you're going about your day and just doing, you know, everyday actions you're subconsciously knowing what the effects of those will be. So for example, 
when you set an alarm at night, you know that the impact of that will be that it's going to wake you up the next morning. So you're not necessarily sitting there being like, I predicted that this alarm is going to wake me up, but it's an action you're taking and you know what the effect will be without really even thinking about it. So other examples may be quitting our job. So if we were to leave our job, the effect of that would be unemployment. Following on from the alarm idea, if we were to sleep in, the effect of that would likely be that we'd be late for work or whatever we have on that day. So these are very literal examples, <laughs> but as humans, we're raised throughout our life to learn to predict cause and effect in many cases and situations. So as kids, we're taught consequences and throughout our lives, as we go about doing the things we do, we start to learn the patterns of cause and effect. And through our experiences, we begin to understand and build the ability to predict causes and their effects. If we were to go out and have a pretty big night out drinking, we know from experience how we're going to be feeling the next day. And when we do wake up feeling not so great, we know the cause of why this is. And so this really brings us back to this idea of self-awareness. If we're really aware of our actions and our habits and our beliefs and our thoughts and essentially how we're showing up and operating in the world, combined with understanding cause and effect, we can use this to our advantage. So if we understand what we need to do to be successful, we can model this to bring about the effects that we want to see. And so that really applies to anything, like I say, successful, which I guess is a bit of a broad term anyway, but um, yeah, it can apply to anything. Like if we want to be wealthy, if we want to be in a particular job, if we want to be in a particular relationship, then we can start to model what we know we have to do to see that effect. So we can influence the cause to then get the desired effect or outcome that we want. And so we can also actually model this from other people. So if we know somebody living the kind of life we want to live or in the kind of relationship we want to be in or in the kind of job we want to be in, then we can kind of make note of what they've done to get there and model this for ourselves. And that comes back to the idea of expanders almost that we talked about in a previous episode where we talked about um, people that expand our mindsets and beliefs and attitudes and that kind of stuff. So that, again, kind of ties into that idea. Another big one to consider is our reactions. So our reactions to things can be both causes and effects in a sense. <laughs> so our reaction is an effect of whatever we're reacting to, but it also then in turn is the cause for how things play out from that point forward. So it sounds a little inception-y, but it's basically like a cycle. So we want to be controlling the cause as much as we can so that we can control the effects by controlling our reactions to things. And so this law very much so puts the power within us. And that's really what all of this is all about. Embracing the power that we all have within us and leaning into this power we have to create the life that we want to be living we're not victims to our circumstances. We can step up and take control and lean into the power we have if we desire to do so. And so we all have that within us. We all have control over how we think and perceive the world and what occurs in our lives and how we react to things. And we all have the power to shift directions if we choose to do so. So we all have the power to call in what we are desiring from this place too. 
And so it sounds a little bit cheesy, but it's like you're the captain of your own life and you get to decide how you want your experiences to play out. So another big element of the law of cause and effect is that we all have freedom in our choices, meaning that we choose how to interpret our experiences and second to that, how to react to them. So I've taken the below snippet I'm about to read from a website called iMatrix and it's from an article on the law of cause and effect and I'm just going to read it because I think it sums up this idea of freedom and our choices really well. So yes, the next little snippet is a quote from iMatrix. Because we have free choice to control our thought processes at all times, and since our thoughts create the causes that lead to effects that we experience in our lives, then this therefore leads us to the conclusion that we have freely chosen to experience life as we know it, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. We are experiencing life as we know it because of the learned and conditioned psychological patterns we have pre-programmed into our minds over a lifetime of free choice. Moreover, this psychological programming is filtering our experience of reality in a very biased yet very predictable manner, effectively creating and interpreting our existence in front of our eyes. The law of cause and effect does, however, provide a solution for this predicament. It states that because we have free choice, this means that we also have free choice to unlearn our thoughts, behaviours and reactions. Because we have free choice, this means that we also have free choice to become proactive and conscious thinkers. So basically what this is saying is that yes, we have freedom in our choices. However, we make choices based on our knowledge, experiences, education as well as what we've been taught and what has been modelled to us throughout our lives. So our choices are really an effect of our experiences. So it's like the idea of nature versus nurture, that whole idea of how much influence your upbringing has on how you act and what you do in your life. So our decisions in life are both effects of our experiences and causes of what we experience going forward. So that's where we then have the choice to unlearn thoughts and behaviours and reactions. So instead of just letting our experiences or circumstances rule over us and just living under the effects of these, you have the choice to basically take the wheel and be like, no, 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 and to begin reprogramming your thoughts to then take control over the effects they will have in your life. Hoping this all makes sense because it's a little bit trippy when you're kind of talking it through. But yes, we could kind of summarize it as there's kind of two types of people in the world. There are people who just fall completely victim to their experiences, their mindsets, their behaviors, their circumstances, and will kind of just coast through life, not really making any conscious effort to change things. They may or may not even be aware they're doing this, and they may or may not be happy or unhappy with the effects, but either way, they're just not really aware again they're not really conscious of it so they're just doing their thing and not thinking too much about it or there are the people who are aware of all of the laws and the power that we have within us and the power of our energy and our mindsets who will tap into the power that they have within who become self-aware who use this to their advantage and who take their thoughts behaviors beliefs mindset and alchemize them into something that serves them and produces the effects that they want to see in their life. 
So you essentially have two choices to either become conscious of these laws and work with them, using them to your advantage, or to just allow the laws to rule your behavior and in turn experiences unconsciously. So some questions to ask yourself to start becoming aware of this particular law, the law of cause and effect, and working with it would be what effects am I experiencing as a result of my past experiences, circumstances, and decisions? What areas of my life are being influenced by my thoughts at present? What areas of my life would I be able to shift by consciously using the law of cause and effect to change my thoughts and behaviours? And second to that, what areas of my life do I actually want to change? How can I change the patterns that are keeping me stuck where I currently am? These are all really, really good journal prompts and things to think about to kind of start considering how the law of cause and effect is presenting in your life. And once you kind of have a bit of an awareness around that, how to then work with this law. Also, starting to consider the effects of the thoughts and decisions you're making and bringing awareness to how your behaviours may be affecting your reality. So how are the thoughts and choices you're making manifesting into your reality? If you know you're procrastinating, for example, ask yourself what the effect of this will be. Second to that, ask yourself what the effect would be if you stopped procrastinating and stepped into the energy of getting things done. (laughs) So as with all of this work, the first step is awareness. In order to change something, we need to be aware of it in the first place. We can't change something if we don't even know it's happening. But we do have the ability to step into our power and start becoming aware of these things and acknowledging how they're playing out in our life and then choosing to change things. So choosing the habits, thoughts and decisions that you're making intentionally and in alignment with what you want from life. So that's probably a good spot to leave the law of cause and effect. So again, just to summarize... Every action and thought has an effect and every effect comes from a cause or an action or thought. So the next law we're covering in today's episode is the law of compensation. So this law is actually quite similar to the law of cause and effect, but different. (laughs) Same, same, but different. And I think a good phrase to sum up this law is you reap what you sow. So that's kind of the general idea behind the law of compensation. So this law basically states that we will be compensated in alignment with what we have contributed or what we've put out into the world. So we'll be compensated equally to whatever we've put in. And so the reason it's similar to the idea of cause and effect is because it does very much so follow the same theme, I guess, of effects based on actions. But again, it is different. So we'll go into it a little bit deeper. Um, But yeah, it's kind of similar-ish to the law of cause and effect. So the law of compensation basically states that you get what you give. So what you do directly affects what you're getting back. And this can be in a literal sense. So for example, financial compensation, or it can, of course, also be in an energetic sense, which is more so what we'll be focusing on. So for example, your reality 
kind of being reflective of what you're giving or putting out into the world. Again, a little bit similar to law of cause and effect. So under this law, the actions that you take and the thoughts that you have and the things that you say and how you show up will all determine what you're receiving back. So if you're putting good into the world, you'll receive good things back. And if you're putting negativity or hate, gossip, bitterness into the world, that's what you'll be receiving back. So that's what you'll be attracting back into your life. So I guess what kind of separates this law from the law of cause and effect is that the law of cause and effect is kind of more focused on actions and repercussions or results and effects, kind of like a ripple effect. While this law is more focused on what you're actually receiving back to you, emphasizing the equality between what you've put in to get that back. So I think law of compensation is almost like more of a transaction, I guess, or an exchange, an energetic exchange. So you give good energy, you get good things, while cause and effect is more like actions and results of these actions. So it's a bit more neutral almost. It doesn't necessarily emphasize the equal transaction kind of component. So law of compensation is like an equal exchange. You get what you give, you get what you deserve, and that deservingness is based on what you're putting in. Kind of like betting or gambling. So if you put in a big bet, you get bigger returns. And if you put in a small bet, you get smaller returns. So it's all relative to what you've put in. And so deservingness plays a really big role in this law as well, because we also get back what we think we deserve. Because subconsciously, What we're giving and what we're putting out into the world is often reflective of what we actually think within ourselves that we deserve. So we can work with this law basically just by bearing in mind that what we get is what we give. So this can apply to pretty much all aspects of life, so career, relationships, everything. Giving good energy makes you a magnet for good things coming back to you. Being a good person, supporting your friends, cheering them on, expressing love, helping people are all examples of giving good energy. So when you're making decisions, base these on what you would want coming back to you. Know that with every action you make, the law of compensation is at work and often it may not be an instant thing. So for example, if you do something nice for somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean you're instantly going to be rewarded for it or that the universe is instantly going to just deliver an exactly equal compensation for it, but it will eventually come back around to you. So it's almost like this idea of good karma. The more good things that we're putting out into the world, the more these will start to kind of come back to us. So when we're going about our lives, we want to be keeping in mind that energetic exchange with the universe and the compensation that we'll be receiving for the way that we're showing up. And so the final law that we're going to be discussing today is the law of relativity. So this law basically states that everything in our world is neutral. And things only become not neutral when we're perceiving them in comparison to something else. So under this law, good only exists because we compare it to bad. 
Nothing in life is inherently good or bad until we perceive it that way in relation to our own comparisons and perceptions and experiences. And so this applies to our actions and thoughts too. These are all relative to us. So to put it a little bit more into perspective, take, for example, finding a $5 note on the ground. Cute little grim meow in the background there. (laughs) So yes, say you found a $5 note on the ground to somebody who has absolutely nothing to their name and is maybe struggling with money. This $5 note could be viewed as a miracle, so they might completely celebrate that they've found this and be like, hell yeah, this is like sent from the heavens. To somebody who has thousands of dollars in their bank account, this isn't going to be as much of a big deal. Like finding a $5 note on the ground probably isn't going to have the same effect on them because they've got bulk money, like this $5 note just doesn't mean as much to them. So both of these people have experienced the same thing, but how they perceive it is relative to their own perspectives and experiences. Another example could be getting a speeding ticket. So getting a speeding fine is a pretty crappy thing to get, subjectively. (laughs) Um, Nobody likes getting speeding tickets, so of course not getting a speeding ticket would be the more desired outcome. So if we're comparing getting a ticket to not getting a ticket, obviously not getting a ticket would be the better option. That would be the option we would prefer. However, if we compare getting a speeding ticket to ending up in a really tragic car accident as a result of speeding, getting the ticket is the favourable option. So again, literally the same thing, but it can be perceived differently relative to how we are choosing to view it. So one of the key takeaways, I guess, from this law is that you can always compare what you have to what others have, and it can always look either better or worse depending on what you're comparing it to. So there's always someone worse off, and there's always someone better off, and we can use this as a bit of a reality check for ourselves. So the next time that you're feeling like you're taking what you have for granted or are struggling to appreciate what you have... Instead of comparing our circumstances to people who have more than us, remind yourself of the people who have less. The next time that you're comparing yourself to somebody on Instagram who may be making you feel bad about your life or accomplishments, which I know is something that we literally all fall into doing at times, shift the perspective and instead look to how much you have compared to those with less. That's the law of relativity at play. We can kind of choose how we're perceiving and comparing our experiences. We don't need to be comparing to people that have more who are going to make our circumstances feel crappy to us. Like, we don't have to be doing that. We can be choosing to make comparisons that are going to make us feel good and better. And that's not to say that you can't want what other people have or you can't want to have the things that the people you compare yourself to on Instagram have absolutely use those people and those things as inspiration to strive towards what you want in life but we can't let ourselves be so blinded by these comparisons that we're not able to appreciate what we do already have 
As we've discussed, gratitude and excitement for what's to come and good energy breeds more good energy and things to be grateful for and excited about. So focusing on what we do have instead of focusing on lack and what you don't have in jealousy and bitterness, shift your perspective so that you feel good. Again, it comes back to this idea of we are in control, like we have a lot of power within us to perceive the world however we want to perceive it. If you're going to go about life and you're looking for areas you're lacking in and you're comparing yourself to people that have more than you, that's a choice you're making to have that perception. And of course, we do sometimes just slip into it without even realizing But it's about becoming aware that we're doing that and aware of the times where we might slip into that zone and being able to pull ourselves out of that and shift our perspective. And so another theme or idea that comes under this law, the law of relativity, is the belief that we have to experience the bad to be able to really appreciate the good things in our lives. So if we didn't have anything bad in our lives ever, we wouldn't even be able to really feel the good because there would be no comparison. If everything were just good all of the time, it would just be this really neutral energy. Like we wouldn't be feeling that it's good necessarily. It would just be what we're used to. We wouldn't have anything to compare it to to realize how good it actually feels. And so in order for us to experience joy and happiness, we do have to also experience times that aren't as joyful and aren't as happy. So throughout our lives, we will literally all experience things that test us. So they test our character, our beliefs, our integrity, our strength, and how we show up and handle these experiences ultimately determines how we move through life. So for those who listened to my last episode about the human experience, that kind of ties in with this as well. So it's those moments that are literally just crappy (laughs) that test us, that are just kind of part of our experience here on Earth as humans. And so under this law, it's also believed that these challenges and there's a word for like times of adversity, I think is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, times of adversity The not-so-great things that we face in life are often reflective of things that we need to heal and work through. And so a common thing that comes up and a common thing that people experience is that if they haven't acknowledged and healed and worked through these elements in their lives, they will play out over and over again. So you'll be experiencing the same thing over and over, just in different situations and circumstances. So, for example, this often happens a lot with dating. This is something that I've personally seen a lot of and I know gets talked about a lot, so it's a pretty common one. So often we'll find ourselves dating similar people over and over again until we've learned the lesson that we need to learn or have healed the part of us that we need to heal. So for me, on a more personal level, something that I found through my younger years, which sounds almost ridiculous saying, oh my god, I'm 25, so I'm in that zone of like, oh my god, I'm not young baby anymore. (laughs) But in my younger years, so from like maybe 17 through to like, honestly, fairly recently, let's say 23 or so, like those first five years of kind of adulthood and dating, 
something that kept showing up for me in my romantic relationships was cheating or betrayal of some variety. (laughs) Fun times. So every single relationship I was in up until literally my most recent one, so my most recent partner, the partner I'm still with at the moment, ended in cheating. Or if it didn't escalate to necessarily like full-blown cheating, it was definitely a theme that came up. And so after the last instance of that happening, something I really worked on on a very deep level before entering my current relationship was self-worth and self-love and my worthiness and deservingness to be in a loyal relationship. So I did a lot of learning around where I went wrong and where I enabled things to happen in the relationships that I wasn't happy with and the kind of guys that I was attracting based on my mindset and actions and areas I was kind of accepting shitty behavior because that's what I felt like I was deserving of. And it wasn't until I went through all of that and really made a major, major shift in my standards and my mindset and my worthiness and how I showed up in dating that I ended up with a partner who is, for lack of a better way of putting it, honestly, completely obsessed with me in the best way possible. He's loyal. I have absolutely no concerns about any of that kind of stuff going on because I've gotten to a point in my life where I know I deserve to be with a man who is obsessed with me. And I know my worth and I've shifted my entire way of thinking over the past, particularly like two to three years. And I feel like I've learned the lessons I needed to learn for whatever reason. And I've healed that kind of root issue. So even though it was a recurring theme for a really long time, I feel like I have sorted that shit out (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it like I've addressed the issue I've learnt my lessons and I have healed that area of my life and so these lessons and experiences will look different for everybody obviously I know that for me those times have definitely been some of the biggest adversities I've faced which I feel very privileged to say that that's not to say that I haven't experienced other adversities as well like obviously throughout my life I have had other not so pleasant experiences when it's come to you know family school friends just you know all areas of life uh but for me I think what I've gone through in my romantic relationships has definitely been one of the biggest impacts on me as a person and that's just from my again individual perspective my own perception of those experiences everyone will have their own adversities and issues that they face in life and their own lessons that they need to learn and their own things that they need to heal it will look different for literally every single individual And so that in itself is another major part of the human experience in general. So learning lessons and growing as people. So think for a second about how boring life would be (laughs) if you weren't faced with challenges every now and again. And I know to say that initially, it's kind of like, um, it would be fantastic to not ever have to face any shitty times ever again. But like, actually think about 
not having tough times to compare the good times to. Like, actually think about if you were just going through life and everything was just, like, good constantly. Or not even good. Like, I feel like that's not even the right word to use because, again, we can't have good without the bad. Like, our brains won't perceive things as being good without having bad to compare them to. So instead, think about going through life with everything just being neutral Like, you don't get to experience highs and lows. Everything is just completely neutral. We wouldn't be getting to feel the full range of human emotions. We wouldn't be getting to grow and experience life at its fullest. It would just be like The Sims or something where we're literally just waking up, going to work, doing Sims stuff. (laughs) It wouldn't be a real human experience. And so circling back, everything is relative to our own perspective. So that's really what we're talking about under this law. Everything is relative to how we are perceiving things. And so this can also be really important to remember when interacting with others and when you're faced with differences in opinions and values and actions and choices in other people. So everyone is on their own journey and has been through their own shit. And everyone's experiencing the world relative to their own perception. And that comes back to the good and bad idea as well. Like what's good to some people might be bad to others and what's bad to some people might be good to others. That's just the way it is. So we need to show compassion for other people and their experiences and their perceptions. That doesn't necessarily mean you need to agree with and support people all the time. But if somebody is acting in a way that you wouldn't act... Remember that whatever they're doing is a decision they're making relative to whatever they're experiencing or have experienced. And I think we can all be a little bit kinder to everyone else in the world by bearing this in mind. Like, people are acting from their own experiences. So to summarise on the law of relativity... The lens that you choose to see the world through will dramatically affect your experience in life. So use this to your advantage and start working towards viewing the world and showing up in the world as the best, most secure version of yourself who knows and believes that the universe is looking out for you. And so a really great quote, I think, to leave us on, even though it's a bit of a commonly used quote, let it just sink in for a second is when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So tying it all in together, the common theme throughout this episode and the laws that we've discussed today is the power of perception, the power of not just being a victim to our circumstances and instead tapping into our power to live consciously and with intention. So that brings us to the end of today's little chat. As always, I hope that you've taken something away from this episode or that it's shifted your perspective a little bit. I hope that, yeah, you've had some kind of takeaway from it. Thank you to those who have listened to the whole episode and have been listening to all of the episodes in general. Sorry if I'm sounding a little bit. I feel like I am ready for a nap. It's pretty late in the afternoon um, here where I am currently. So yeah, I think I'm going to go for a quick nap before 
I start making dinner tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope you're enjoying all of the episodes so far. As always, I would love any feedback or to hear people's thoughts. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify, whatever you're listening to it on, and you'll be notified when there's new episodes out. And it also helps me out as well, so I appreciate anyone who has subscribed. And you can also find me on Instagram at Energetics and Alchemy, where I post little updates here and there. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it from me, I suppose. I'm going to go have a lie down and then I'm going to make chicken burgers for dinner. Exciting. <laughs> I hope wherever you are listening to this, you've had a lovely day or a lovely night, lovely afternoon, whatever the time is. And I look forward to chatting with you guys again in the next episode. Bye.